Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And as the introductory uh Announcement said, this is Cindy Meyer from Spirit Seeker Magazine. I've been the publisher for 19 years, and we um, bring this magazine to you each and every month. We also have the weekly radio show, and I just want to remind everyone that this will be the last uh, interview from seven, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Central Time, starting in November. We will start at 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Central. And that is because our West Coast friends want to listen live, and they're like, we're still at work, so please change your starting time. So we um, have listened, and we are starting with a new time. And so the next two weeks, we will be off the air. Um, And if you would like a reminder uh, of when the radio shows are, when the magazine is online, and about all kinds of wonderful mind, body, spirit events happening in the U.S., all you have to do is send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com. And then we will add you to our Secrosanct email list, and we do not sell the list. We simply let you know of wonderful um, events. So tonight we have a double show. Uh, We are going to be hearing about Bruno Gröning, who is a wonderful, um, famous German healer, and we will be hearing about help and healing on the spiritual path. Um, So I will bring my guest on in just a moment, and then that will be from 7 until 8 p.m. And then from 8 until 8.30, I have a second guest, and we will be hearing about uh, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. So we'll we'll go straight from the one interview right into the other, so we have an hour and a half of listening uh, this evening. Okay, so those that is all the commercials, all the advertisements. I just want to thank you for listening and all the devoted Spirit Seeker readers who have made the show uh, possible for, for all the years. Okay, so with that um, aside, I would just like to give a little more information before my guest comes on. Uh, Bruno Gruning, as I said, is a famous German healer, and his whole thing um, that he has given to mankind is all about help and healing on the spiritual path. Um, There's going to be different lectures offered on this topic uh, in in the Chicago area, and we will discuss all of those dates as we um, as we go through the interview. If you have a question for um, at any time, all you have to do is press one uh, on your phone, and then my producer will bring you on to the air uh, with a question for my guest. Okay, so without further ado, Christy uh, Cunningham, are you there? Okay. I'm not hearing Christy, so I'll just keep talking a little bit until she joins us. Um, just to give you some information, um, there, there is there are medical lectures um, that will be on Friday, October 24th uh, at 7 o'clock p.m. in Willow Springs, Illinois. And then on Wednesday, October 29th, there will also be a medical lecture in uh, Chicago at the Marriott Schomburg Hotel. 
And then on Thursday, October 30th, there will be another lecture in Niles, Illinois. There are um, documentary film showings that are going to be on Sunday, November 9th and Sunday, November 16th, and these are both um, in the DePlain, Illinois area. What is wonderful is that um, all of these admissions for lectures and films are free, um, but donations are um, accepted. So different people that have studied the works of Bruno Gruning for many years, they have um, They've come together and they travel all over the world um, and they bring these lectures of this phenomenal um, man. They're called Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends. And they. Um, I had the pleasure many years ago when they came to St. Louis to actually attend an evening um, and this international series of lectures will be explaining about a special path to health and happiness. And um, anyone interested in this subject, including physicians, psychologists, alternative practitioners, and other healthcare professionals um, are cordially invited. So the general public comes, a lot of medical doctors will come, and people that um, are just, you know, curious about this particular form of healing. So um, I am going to have my producer play um, a bit of music until Christy arrives. Um, I am uh, while that music is playing. I'm going to try and reach her. Um, I know that sometimes we get confused with the different She's live. Uh, time. Oh, she, Christy, are you there? Oh, great. Okay. Yes, indeed. Good evening. There was. Uh, he was expecting Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that oh, would have been fabulous. Always well. But, yes, you can play music, though. Okay. Yeah, well, but, I thought it was know, a Chris, message from the other side or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, Nate, you're funny. Okay, Christy, thank you so much. I'm I'm glad you're here live. And before we play this music, would you please let our listeners know what this wonderful music is that we're about to hear? Yes. Um, thank you, Cindy. Um, the music is, all of the music in the Circle of Friends has been composed by friends in the Circle, musicians in the Circle of Friends, um, most of which have never composed music before they were in the Circle of Friends. So the music is beautiful and definitely a gift for us all. Well, and I heard it when it was, um, and I have the, the, the CD, so I, I love this music. So everyone, we're going to start the interview with this music, so please just close your eyes, give yourself this gift, and just be present, and then we'll be right back.
Okay. So that was just a sampling of this music that is really very, very special. And Christy Cunningham is my guest this evening, and she is the Circle of Friends community leader in St. Paul, Minnesota. So, Christy, um, would you be so kind as to let our listeners know um, who um, Bruno Gröning is? I know he was born in, in May of 1906, but if you would be kind enough to share just a little bit about his un, un, you know, earlier uh, life and how this evolved. Yes, um, thank you. If if I may, I, I would like to invite the listeners to tune in to this divine healing while we're on the radio um, during this broadcast. Um, they don't have to feel compelled to participate. They can just sit quietly. But if they'd like to take in this divine healing stream, I would just suggest that they sit comfortably without crossing their legs or their arms with their hands, um, palms up, um, resting on their lap. And this is what we call the receiving position. And they can close their eyes and focus their attention on their body just to pay attention to what they feel in their body. Then they can be open to this healing stream. Well, and and um, as you so kindly explained to me um, in our our communication, that um, if you it creates a short circus, um, short circuit when you cross and uh, cross the arms in that way or the legs in that way with um, sitting comfortably with the palms up, and then the inner the healing stream will actually flow freely through your body while you are part of this interview because um, because that's how this works. That's Fabulous. exactly right. Thank you. That's exactly right. And Bruno Groening, you know, simply he was a gift from God who offered us all a way back to our full, complete health. Um, As a child, as a young child, he was compelled to help people. And he spent most of his time in nature. That's where he felt most comfortable. And animals that normally wouldn't trust people never ran away from Bruno Groening. Um, They instinctively knew that he was different than most people, that he was full of love and kindness, so they never ran from him. As I said, he was compelled to help from little on. Um, During World War I, he actually would visit soldiers in the hospital, and he would just stand near their bed. He wouldn't even speak with them. He wouldn't say a word. And then he would just leave. And people felt better. Doctors would come in and their patients would be healed. They would be better. And the doctors would ask, what what happened? What did you do? They had no answer. Um, But people all through his life, they would often say, I always feel better when he is around um, for his entire life. People would he would be present, and people would just feel better. Um, he was drafted into the army during World War II, and he told his superiors right away that he would never shoot anyone. Um, but he was drafted; he had to go into the army. He was wounded and taken prisoner, and he was highly regarded by prisoners and the Russian soldiers because of all of the help that he gave them. When he was released from the prisoner of war camp, he went um, to West Germany 
and immediately he started helping people recover from the war. He was from Germany, so there was a huge impact um, in Germany on with World War II. So he was there to help and help people heal. He was relatively um, unknown until about 1949. He came into the public's attention because of a young boy who had progressive muscular dystrophy, and the doctors had declared that he was incurable. Bruno, um, his the parents of this young boy had heard about Bruno Groening and invited him to their home. Bruno just simply talked with him, just sat on the bed next to him. He couldn't walk and just talked with him. And within a day, two days, he was up walking around. The parents were amazing. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the parents were so grateful that they told the media and they told people word got around um, all through Germany and abroad, and and people started coming to him. Like over the next ten years, thousands of people heard about him and came to him for healing. And all he did was talk about this divine power. So, listeners, if you um, if you're just joining us, um, this is Christy Cunningham. She's from the Circle of Friends of Bruno Groening. And if you um, would like to set an intention for healing um, or anything else that you would like for yourself, just by virtue of being part of this intention of us helping others find their way to His works. Um, you you will be divinely blessed. So um, this is an interview where you can close your eyes and focus your intention upon your body and just just feel feel what you're feeling. So um, so Christy, I mean, you know, he he was so young. He was 43 when that great attention. I mean, I guess that's right because he was born in 1906. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's just um, so you continue. I'm just fascinated by this. Sure, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, again, he all he did was talk with people. He never touched them. He just simply talked about this divine power that he called the healing stream. And he told people it's available to everyone. Um, he actually is quoted as saying, God is the greatest physician and that no illness comes from God and no illness belongs to man. He never took credit for the healings. He never took money. What he said was, it is not I who heals, but rather the divine power heals through me. He always gave credit to God. God was the one that did the healing. He also never tried to talk anybody into believing what he said. This is a gift. He put the information out there. He said, convince yourselves by feeling your body, paying attention to our bodies rather than our thoughts. He just offered us a way back to complete health, and we all have the free will to choose it or not to choose it. Well, and I I think it's also um, quite interesting that, you know, he was just so aware, like whether, you know, you call God God or Allah or Yahweh or Buddha, um, he looked at it as the divine, the healing of the divine, you know, intelligence and um, you know, he was just, you know, he was the fourth of seven children, and, you know, having grown up in a household of six kids, I mean, for for him to be so 
different and so aware at such a young age is just really um, very powerful and, and that, you know, he didn't have to do anything other than just be there with his presence. Exactly. He he knew. He he came into this world with knowing um, his mission in life, what his his task was. Unlike many of us who don't know, he knew right from little on. Mm-hmm. So he called it the divine power or the divine Heilstrom. Did I say that correctly, Heilstrom? Yes, he's German, so the German word for healing stream is Heilstrom. Yeah. So um, so how did the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends come to be? Because um, he died in 1959, and at what point did the Circle of Friends um, take this and then begin to bring it to the rest of the world? Um, the Circle of Friends actually was established in 1979 by a woman named Greta Heusler. Um, she met Bruno Groening in 1950 at a lecture that he was giving and received three spontaneous healings. Um, because of the healings that she received and those that she witnessed when she was um, there with him, it, it impacted her so profoundly she really became a close associate and dedicated her entire life to bringing the teachings of Bruno Groening to the world. For the next nine years, until Bruno Groening um, passed away, she was by his side completely helping to get the word out all over Germany, Austria, um, of the teachings. Wonderful. So... Um, so she took up the the you know the the torch in 1979, and now it is all over the world. So in the United States, is it is it once a year that the Circle of Friends comes to the states, and and how um, I know that they they do everything by donation, everything is free, but then people lovingly donate to make this possible. Right. Um, actually, sometimes once a year, um, in some areas, twice a year. In our region of Chicago, this would be the second time that Brigitte Schneider, who will be um, our keynote speaker at the lectures in Schaumburg, Niles, and Willow Springs. She came in April, and now she's back in October. And... Um... I, I, she once asked Bruno what will happen to the healings when you die, and he answered, when he, I die, my, yeah, I, I'll let you, if you would like to read that. <laughs> no, that's fine. He he said that when when I die, my body will go to the earth, but I will not be gone. And he um, said that the healings will continue and that if we needed, anyone needed his help, to just call on him, and if God was willing, if it was God's wish, he would he would help. He also predicted and told people, told us that healings, we would learn to heal ourselves. Even after he was gone, he wouldn't have to be present. The healings would continue. It's just, you know, um, he was just so wise. And mm-hmm. so present is this just the feeling that I got on every level and um 
and, you know, let's just talk about, you know, the medical doctors and healing practitioners from Europe and all the different, let's just talk about the the mixture of the circle of friends because um, it's very diverse. Yes. Um, <clears throat> there we have medical doctors. Um, we actually have what is called um, the medical scientific group. The circle of friends is made up of, of many diverse people. Um, we're in over 100 countries, Circle of Friends communities, and um, from the Islamic countries such as Israel, um, Palestine, they have some have community hours together in the Buddhist and Hindu uh, countries, China, India, um, Africa, all over the world. And this medical scientific group is made up of doctors. You know, after the Circle of Friends was established, more and more doctors came because they had heard about Bruno Groning and they wanted to know more about his teachings. In 1992, the medical scientific group was established and the founder was a Dr. Matthias Kamp. He is a medical doctor. Um, he's written a very interesting book called Revolution in Medicine. Um, today, there's over 6,000 doctors of various specialties, medical doctors, psychologists, healing practitioners, all in this group. And the medical doctors actually um, volunteer their time to review each healing and document it as a spiritual healing. And these healings are still happening today. Well, and Christy, how did you find your way? Um, It's my understanding that you were handed a flyer and which is often the way people are invited to this, um, they it's just almost as if the universe hand delivers this invitation to them. <laughs> that that is actually very very true. <clears throat> um, in about the fall of 2010, you know, I was already aware of this divine power. I, I didn't uh, obviously know that it was called healing stream or what to call it, but I was aware of it. And I and I knew that it could heal. Um, I could feel it, and and I was most interested in how I could use this awareness to help others. And at the time, an acquaintance, um, you know, that I was talking with about this desire, gave me a flyer for the documentary film, um, the phenomenon, Bruno Groning on the tracks of the miracle healer. It was going to be playing at the University of Minnesota, and that was in late October of 2010. So I I did. I went to the film. um, Shortly after, I went to an information lecture, just like the lectures that we're doing here in the Chicago area. Um, and, And that's how I began with the Circle of Friends. We have the documentary film will be playing. Um, I think you announced that. Okay. Hi, sorry. Cindy again. I, I'm yes. sorry. I was dro- I was dropped on my. I was the somehow kicked off the call, but I am back. Oh, good. Well, you were very quick. <laughs> you were very quick. Yes, I. <laughs> and so, I appreciate um, that. <laughs> No, no, I was like, oh, she's going to be saying, where is she? Um, 
yeah. But but Christy, I was just you saying had... that I came. Yeah, I came yeah, with the doc- documentary film and then went to uh, a lecture like the ones we'll be doing in in the Chicago area. So with your own. Um, you you understood about healing, and that's probably, you know, like you, you shared that that's what called you to it, but would you be kind enough to share your own health challenges that have been turned around by by being in this energy of Bruno Gruning? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I was, um, I, from early, early uh, teenage years, like 13, 14 years old, <clears throat> um, I was became very depressed. Um, it, it usually began in the fall of the year. At 16, I was so into the depression and the hopelessness that I actually tried to commit suicide. And along with that, as a lot of people that have experienced depression. Um, no, there are oftentimes physical symptoms that come along with it. And my experience was that I would um, have a debilitating lower back pain that was diagnosed as sciatica. Um, the, this depression, like I said, was cyclical. It would often start in the late summer, early fall of the year. I would just become very sad, hopeless, crying, and I would have little energy. You know, I'd push on, push through it because I had a family. Um, I worked. You know, I had social obligations. But then my my physical body would intervene. And for no apparent reason at all, my back would just seize up and I would fall to the ground and I would be immobile. I couldn't move. It was so much so much pain. And I could be laid up during that time of the year from four to six weeks. Sometimes it wasn't as debilitating and it could last for over a year, this pain that would run down my leg. Um, For over 40 years, um, I I sought help from chiropractors, medical doctors, physical therapists, um, orthopedic specialists, and finally psychologists trying to figure out what what was going on. Um, I was prescribed anti-inflammation drugs, muscle relaxers, and and I would get temporary relief at times from antidepressants, from the muscle relaxants, but until the next time, the next cycle that came through, um, my body chemistry does not, is not good with, um, other chemicals being introduced, so it would have um, it would be really difficult, and I'd have bad reactions. In 1991, um, I went to an orthopedic specialist about the back pain I was having, and he promised me that I would be dancing like a ballerina by the end of the day. He had just exactly what I needed, and he gave me a shot of cortisone in my spine. Um, I had a tremendously bad uh, reaction to it and ended up being hospitalized for three weeks, at which time I was diagnosed as bipolar and put on lithium and antipsychotic drugs. Um, 
this had a huge impact on my family, my friends. Um, I was completely numb. The highs, the lows, there was nothing. I was flat. Um, my marriage ended about a year later, and with within three years, um, I was under the care of a psychiatric doctor. I told him I couldn't, I can't live like this. This isn't the answer, and I don't want to live like this. And he very kindly, very respectfully um, agreed to help me get off of those medications. And again, I, you know, this is in like 1993, 94. For the next 15 years, I was on and off antidepressants. I would be on them for a while. They might help. And then I would think, I don't want to be on these drugs. I I want to just, I, I think I can do this without the drugs. I would always think that and then go off of them. And the cycle would continue. Sometimes I would go for a longer periods of time, but it really impacted my life in a in a bad way. When I came to the Circle of Friends in 2010, the fall of 2010, I was on antidepressants at that time. And within a year, I stopped taking the um, antidepressants. I attended community hours. I took in the healing stream like I had learned at the lectures and at community hours. And um, within two years, I, I wasn't taking any antidepressants, but I was um, stockpiling the medication. I wasn't totally in belief, totally convinced that this could last. And that's really important. It's really important in the teachings to trust and believe. And I had... For two years, I had bottles and bottles of medication that I was not taking. And last fall, in a very, it it was a life-changing. I just, I finally realized I could let those go. I didn't need that. And that made a huge difference in my life. Um, It radically changed. When I threw those away, it was a symbolic, symbolic move, gesture, to say that I really do believe that I'm healed and and I don't need to worry about this. I don't need to hold on to it. And that's and that's what I did. Which takes, you know, tremendous courage and, you know, um but but you had shared that, you know, the forgiveness and the patience that you felt when in in the presence of the circle of friends is what really helped support you through a, much of this transition. Absolutely. Um, Definitely. What I was learning, the teachings that I was learning um, really did, you know, I I learned that I could take a part, I could take part in this healing stream, and I could believe that God, God does not want us, God wants us to be happy. He wants us to be healthy. And I just really needed to believe that. Um, throwing away those pills, you know, was like throwing away all the fear um, that I had, and it was like the last piece of my healing. From then on, dramatically it changed. You know, I could enjoy the fall weather. I, I 
no longer had to worry about that. Um, I could make plans with friends without restrictions and limitations on time. You know, I felt free inside uh, to live a really full, full life. And And I remember something that Bruno Groening said, your thoughts determine your life and how you live it. And when I believed, when I didn't take in the bad thoughts, the worry thoughts, the fear, and just really believed God wants me to be happy and healthy, then I'm happy and healthy. And I'm very grateful to the circle of friends. There's just, I I can hardly say how many ways that things have changed for me since being in the circle of friends. Um, I got involved shortly after I started in the in the circle of friends. I got involved as a treasurer. And being a part of, it made me feel like I was a part of the, the community. I was useful and helpful. And within a year, I was asked to be a community leader. And without... Without thinking, which was good, I took a leap of faith and I said, yes, yes, I will be the community leader, really having no idea what that would mean for me or in my life. Right. Well, and, you know, it's funny that you there was a time when you would almost hyperventilate to have to speak to people or a group, and then here you are on this radio interview, you're... No this problem. <laughs> but you know, I was uh I was a nurse for many years and you know, I've worked in the the psychiatric area and you know, bipolar is either, you know, as you wonderfully explained, it's either too much energy or not enough and then they try and flatten it out. I mean, there's no real um the it, it's not understood and often, you know, kicks in around age 18. Um but not always, you know, there's different things. And the mind, I think, is one of the most unknown or understood um, parts of the whole body. And, you know, with the healings, you know, I, I love that the medical scientific group, you know, has documented all of these wonderful healings and that there are so many, you know, doctors, psychologists, and so many different people of you know, different paths that are all part of the circle of friends. And I, I love it's called that it's called the circle of friends. I think it's just very, very apropos for what is happening, um, you know, yeah. with this. Well, so, definitely, we, we are friends. And we, we aren't a club. Um, there's no membership. Um, there are no dues, um, no commitments to attend a community hour or not to attend a community hour. It's totally of your own free will. And everything, as you mentioned, um, is free of cost, only donations. Um, all things all things that are given and done in the Circle of Friends are based on uh, volunteers, the love of wanting to spread this, these teachings because of how we've been helped and healed. We just want to get the word out, make it available, and the rest is up to your own personal will, desire. And, you know, um, some of the different things, that you, you listeners, you can go to the website, which is www.bruno, B-R-U-N-O-Gronig, G R 
O-E-N-I-N-G dot org. And then um, you can do the forward slash English. And uh, unless it's all in all different languages, but, you know, this is for the English part. And on this website, you will see um, the basic teachings, where the lectures are happening, um, helping with drug addiction, uh, you know, working with youth. Um, there's a lot of different um you know, sharings of different people who have had healings. Um, what else would you like to add, Christy? But I know that it's 1988 uh, is when the medical science group of the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends started to document the thousands of cases of help and healing that had already occurred. And um, there's over 200 summarized success reports on the website, which... You know, and it's like all different things that people have had um, spontaneous healings from. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and healings aren't um, limited to, you know, people, physical people, animals, plants, soil, farmers, you know, who have had, you know, healings of the land. There's many documented. Um, it's across the board it's not limited to just people which is you know um, absolutely amazing um one thing that I, the, oh, I'm sorry go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> I was no, going to say on the um on the website you can actually do a search um by a keyword like if you know if if you have an allergy or if you have a disorder of the eye or respiratory system um there's just all these like different case studies, success stories. I like that it's called success reports. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. yeah. So, but go and, ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. And no. And one thing that that I, is really important, um, you know, if I can convey this this evening, is there's these lectures that we're giving. Um, healings happen because of the lectures, because of the documentary film. People are being healed sometimes during, sometimes after. And there is a gentleman in Chicago, um, Leshik Kutz, and he is trying, I think he's attempting to call in now. Maybe your producer even has him on hold. He would like to share his healing after he attended a documentary film. So if you are... Uh, if you have joined us, um, if you would just press 1, my producer will bring you onto the air. We would love to have you join us. Um, so, and these um, lectures, and these lectures are, you know, I just want to make sure that um, the listeners know that we are going to be in the Willow Springs, Schaumburg, and Niles area, um, the 24th of October, the 29th, and the 30th. And there's much more information that you can get. You know, the the history of who Bruno Groning was. Um, taking in this healing stream, the importance and how it's done, all of that will be um, detailed in the lectures. And then the documentary films um, that will be showing um, November 9th, Sunday, November 9th, in, it will be in English. Um, and Sunday, November 16th, it will be um, viewing in Polish at the dance building at 1330 Webford Avenue in Des Plaines, Illinois. Um, the film has has been, it, it took like nine years to produce this documentary film. It's um, all about his life, you know, documents his life and all of the healing experiences that took place during that time. 
what I find so amazing, and I've watched this movie many times, viewed the film, is that there's actual um, interviews with actual people who were healed or witnessed healings during Bruno Groening's lifetime. They were there. They heard him speaking to thousands of people, and they experienced a healing themselves or a family member. Um, The film's been showing for over 11 years in theaters, and again, all of the music on the film has been composed by friends, musicians in the circle of friends. Um, So... Yes, please come and and hear the lectures. Birgitta Schneider is um, a German uh, healing practitioner that comes in um, to help us get the word out and spread the teachings of Bruno Groening. She gives her time freely. She comes, closes her practice down for two to three weeks, a couple times a year, to come and and, uh, help us. So she will be the keynote speaker at the lectures. That's that's wonderful. And and listeners, if um on page seventeen of the October issue of Spirit Seeker uh, magazine, all of this is on there. The Friday um the the lectures, Friday, October twenty fourth in Willow Springs, Illinois, uh another lecture Wednesday, October twenty ninth in Schaumburg, Illinois, and another lecture on October 30th in Niles, Illinois. And then, um, and then of course, the the film that um, Christy was just talking about. So um, I don't even know where to go next. We can go either to the what the lecture is about um, or, if well, why don't we do that? Uh, why don't we just talk about what will be discussed at the lecture? Yeah, um, the the lecture, the reason that, um, that we have the lectures is we are you know trying to uh, advise people let people know um that there's we have three sorry there are three this is three of a series of a hundred lectures hundreds of lectures worldwide and the desire um is just to speak about and and get the word out about the possibility that there is an approach to healing on a spiritual path through these teachings of Bruno Groening. It's just to let people know that this is a possibility. And and we are doing this, you know, out of gratitude, out of love for the help that we have received. Um, just like I, I received a, f- a flyer for the documentary film because somebody... Um, took the time to get that documentary film flyer to me. That's that's why we do this. Right. So um, we still have not found um, the guest from Chicago. Um, okay. If you are there, tell me his name again, if you would, please. Um, Leshik Kutz. Okay, so Leshik, if you are there, all you have to do is press 1, and my um, producer will bring you on the air. Um, and I'm I'm in contact with my producer, so... Um, okay. Okay, so during and, the lecture, um, you'll be able to... Uh, and I attended one of these lectures, it was many, many years ago, um, and it was at the Healing Arts Center in St. Louis. And I just remember listening to the music, and all of a sudden, uh, it was like a time warp. I felt... It felt like only a couple of moments, but I think it was more like 20 minutes. And it's um, 
it's just really amazing how how even just now, you know, I was um I've had a very busy day and I, you know, I'm always aware of what's going on with my mind and my body and I'm very relaxed. The the tenseness that I had in my chest area is totally gone. Totally gone. <laughs> my um headache that I had from um it, it's gone. All of it's gone. I I really am so grateful that um this this interview was tonight. So I have received my own healing just by virtue of um, being your host here. So, you know, I'm just really grateful. So, so listeners, this is the thing. These people, the circle of friends who make this all possible, put great effort. They, they are like Bruno in their own silent way, but it's not silent now. Um, but the, the healing presence, um, and Christy sharing her own experience of depression and sciatica. And, you know, more and more um, the medical community is becoming aware and psychologists of the impact of imbalances in the emotional body, the mental body, the spiritual body. Um, I can remember interviewing, um, I guess, probably about three years ago, who said that the doctors and most of the hospitals in Poland are now realizing that there are spiritual illnesses, you know, where there's, there's, you know, no belief in any kind of a spiritual connection at all and that a lot of the physical illnesses that are happening are because of this um, lack of connection, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And so Bruno very aptly, you know, addressed this, saying that, you know, there's this divine healing channel that we can tap into. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. What You know, we nourish our physical bodies daily. We take in food, we take in water, we get out and we exercise and we're physical. Our spirits, our soul also needs nourishment. And what Bruno Groening is teaching, was teaching us and still is, is that we consciously can take in this healing stream. We get rid of all of the bad things. We're inundated daily, you know, minute by minute with negativity, with bad things, with fears and stress and concerns. And what he wanted people to know is God wants us to be healthy, and we can be. We can take in this healing stream and what he recommended is that you you take this in every day. Um, the purpose of the Circle of Friends um, is to come together. We come together every three weeks because he said alone we are too weak. We, we need to come together to recharge our batteries. And that's exactly what it is. It's a current. It's an electrical type current from God that nourishes our soul, our spirit. Well, and I I also like that um, Bruno Gruning did not, um, and the Circle of Friends, do not ever say stop taking your medicine. It's, um, or do not, you know, don't, it's all a personal decision. Um, And the Circle of Friends and Bruno Gruning advocate that people work with their doctors and medical medical advisors. And I, this is my my, um, feeling on this, is that, so many people have worked with their doctors and their medical professionals, and then they have taken in this healing stream of energy, and miracles have happened, as we as we um, as we know from the the success stories on, and you know from what you've shared. So it's all um, it's the circle of friends 
and I, uh, you know, I like how you shared that Bruno Grinning said that, you know, alone, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a challenging world sometimes. And yeah. when we come together, you know, it, it changes it totally. Exactly. There, there is definitely um, power in numbers, like-minded people coming together um, to take it in. You know, I'm a community leader in St. Paul, and I will ask people, I'll see people come in to community hour, and, and you know, sometimes you can just tell that this has been a hard day. And we come together, we consciously take in this healing stream, we talk about um, our helps and our healings. It's very encouraging to one another. And at the end, after we take in, after we've tuned in and taken in the healing stream for several minutes, I'll ask, you know, what are you feeling? What are you feeling in your body? And it's it's just a pleasure. It's a gift to hear and for everyone to hear, oh, my gosh, I had, you know, such a hard day when I came in here. I had so much on my mind. This is going on. Now I'm calm. I'm peaceful. And you can see it in their body, in their body language, in their face. I feel so often they'll say, I feel such peace and calm. And and their battery is charged, charged up. And Bruno Groening encouraged everyone every day to take this time to tune in to this healing stream that's out there for everyone. It's not exclusive to anyone. It's free to everybody. And all he wanted was to let people know how you can tap in and tune into that. And no, we give no advice about um, anyone, whether they should go to a doctor, have a medical procedure, nothing like that. Bruno Groening encouraged people, go to your doctors. If you do go, then listen to them. But this is something that you can also do for yourself. You can also take in this healing stream and be a participant in your health. So, listeners, you can find out more information about um, the lectures that are being held at us.bruno-groening.org to find out um, more information about the documentary film uh, showings. You can go to www.bruno-groening, which is spelled G-R-O-E-N-I-N-G, dash film dot org and um we're going to listen to um another piece of music in just a moment and what is beautiful about this music is it's been created by a circle of friends that have come together and in most cases the people who created this music were not musicians before they were drawn to the healing stream of which we've been hearing about um this evening so that in and of itself is just you know wonderfully beautiful um mm-hmm. and um so I, w- I want to end with the music or do you want to hear do, um christy should we play that and then we'll come back um we have about eight whatever left. whatever works for you that's fine yeah. i will follow okay. your lead <laughs> okay so um i think that we're going to go into well let's try one more time um if uh, I've had my um, producer try and find uh, the person, would you like to share his success story for him since he um, it doesn't seem like we're connecting? 
You know, I don't have, and and I and I apologize. I'm not um, <laughs> intimately. I, I know that what what he had. I briefly read over his success report, and he can tell it so much better. But um, he attended the documentary film, um, and shortly thereafter, he had always had or he had developed eye problems, close up, couldn't read um, without glasses and even a magnifying glass, um, and then started having trouble, I believe, with faraway, and. In a nutshell, and I'm sorry, I have more detail on it. His his eyesight is is perfect, and that was after he'd been to the documentary film, and that's not explainable. No surgery, no no medical procedure whatsoever. Right. So this is, um, you know, on the website, if you, um, you know, I've given you the website, listeners, and, you know, there are these success reports all over it, and um, and you can search by a, a, a physical affliction. But I do want to stress um, that it's not just physical healings. There is healing of the mind, body, the spirit, people, places, things, animals, Um and you know we we know uh scientifically that when we can uh calm and nourish the mind the body and the spirit amazing things can happen so um we're going to uh i i want to give all the contact information again and then we're going to close with uh 3 minutes of this wonderful closing meditation this music and then please stay we have another um another 30 minute uh, we're going to go right from one interview into the other. But, you know, I just can't thank you enough, Christy, for being my guest. And, you know, you you were so diligent with, um, you know, getting the information to Spirit Seeker. And uh, your heart is in everything that you're doing. I can feel it. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I can just feel it. And, and you know, oh. for you to have stepped up and volunteered, not even knowing what you were volunteering for, you know, it's like this is what pure faith um, and the deep gratitude, you know, that, that Bruno Gruning taught. And, you know, um, I just feel honored, you know, to I, to to work with the Circle of Friends and helping the Spirit Seeker readers and listeners to the radio show know about these lectures. And so if you, you know, if you, and the other thing, listeners, you know this, I know you're going to, some of you will be listening after hours, you know, you want to be sure and let anyone in the Chicago area know or the Midwest, because Chicago is the heart of all of us. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, the videos in Schaumburg, Niles, um, and, or oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, Mm-hmm. Yes, Willow Springs. Where I, I, is that in the plain, or where is Willow Springs? I don't know exactly Willow, where that is in Chicago. Well, yeah, Willow Springs is a suburb um, of Chicago. You know, I'm going to say, and this is just a guess. Um, you know, maybe 15 miles outside, and it's um, actually a, one of the friends, the community leader, built a, a community center off of her home, just specifically for having community hours. So that's that's where the lecture will be, is at her home. That's beautiful. That's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you tell us about the music, the, the closing music that we are hearing? Is there anything you want to say before we go into that? Yeah, well, I would like to thank you as well. We, we greatly appreciate um, you, the time that you've given, and it's really been a pleasure. You made this so easy for me. Thank you. Oh. This, this, 
You're right. This is not something I'm very used to doing, but it's been such a pleasure. The music is from um, what's called Wonder Apostle. It's, um, there are like 25, 26 pieces of music on this CD um, produced. Bruno Groening believed in music. Music takes us quickly, as does nature, takes us to that healing place. So enjoy the music, and thank you again. Okay, thank you so much, Christy. Okay, um, so we are going to go into this. If you are able, cross-legged, palms up on your knees or your uh, your your thighs, and just receive. This is a gift from Bruno Groening um, in his circle of friends. Thank you so much, Christy. Thank you. Good night.
welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome, and if you are just joining us, this is Cindy Meyer. I am the publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine, a magazine that started 19 years ago in the Midwest. We are still published in the Midwest, St. Louis, Kansas City, Chicago, into uh, many other states in the Midwest, but we have been read online since 1998. Our sister city is Seattle, Washington, and you can find us online each and every month at spiritseeker.com. We... um, also have an, a weekly uh, e-zine, which is a newsletter letting you know who uh, the radio show guests are, when the magazine is online, and about other fabulous, wonderful events happening in the Midwest and beyond. So each and every week, here we are. And I just want to mention that starting in November, we're going to a new starting time. We have listened to our listeners on the West Coast. And starting in the very first uh, Tuesday in November, we will be starting at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, which will allow um, many of our listeners on the West Coast to listen live. The shows are all, it's a podcast, they're all archived. So even tonight, if you um, love this show or just really know of someone that would, you know, be touched by it, all you have to do is send them uh, to the Spirit Seeker site. Click on the radio icon in the upper left-hand corner, and it takes you right to over 450 wonderful, fabulous interviews with people making a difference in the world. Um, Just really, it's a great time to be on planet Earth. Okay, so tonight my guest is Andrew uh, Nunberg, who is... um, a doctor, uh, he has a PhD, and he works with, has worked with the Art of Living Foundation for the past 16 years. And the Art of Living uh, Foundation is bringing Sri Sri Ravi Shankar on a tour, and he's going to be uh, in the Midwest on October 22nd. So. Uh, Andrew uh, graduated with graduated with a PhD in biology from Texas A&M University in 1995. While doing postdoctoral research in St. Louis, Andy took the Art of Living Happiness program. We're talking about 1998, and that's that's a ways. That's when Spirit Seeker started publishing online. And you know, by 2005, he completed his training as an Art of Living instructor while still actively involved in research and development. Since 2005, Andy has devoted all of his time to the foundation. He has given presentations to healthcare professionals, clergy, community leaders, and business professionals. In the aftermath of Hurricane uh, Katrina, Andy traveled to New Orleans to conduct trauma relief programs for both residents and relief workers. In 2006, he helped bring the Art of Living special program for those living with HIV to St. Louis. Through the International Association for Human Values, Andy has been involved in reaching out to um, many underserved populations, which is is you know total uh, totally a reflection of the teachings of uh, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. So in 2009, Andy co-taught a youth leadership training program in um, Cape Haitian, uh, Haiti. In April, Andy started um, helping by being uh, the organizer of the first Power Breath Workshop in St. Louis um, uh, and has been working with the breath and breath-based mind-body resiliency programs for veterans um, and families in St. Louis. He's now helping to organize trauma relief program for war refugees in St. Louis 
and he is at the core of working with bringing Sri Sri Ravi Shankar to St. Louis. So, Andy, welcome, and thank you so much for your vision and supporting the vision and making the world a better place. Well, thank you, Cindy, and um, it's a pleasure to be here on your show. Yeah, so I know that, you know, the Art of Living uh, Foundation is over in over 152 different countries, um, and that uh, there have been many awards won, won by, um, or not won, bestowed upon Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, and, you know, he's a humanitarian leader, spiritual teacher, and ambassador of peace, so... Would you please just share um, your your you know heartfelt uh, teachings you know anything you want to share about the art of living and, and working working with this wonderful man? Um, well, what I love about how Shushi approaches spirituality is that uh, he he would often say this is the Vedic tradition, and the Vedic tradition is all about. Um, helping to reach our full potential and according to the vedic tradition you know our human nervous system has the ability to hold the inf- the infinite so the finite is able to express the infinity and this is the path and art of living is how we can be more and more like that and shri shri is just there to help people move along in that process so that it's not about oh here's a saint or here is an enlightened guru, I should follow him, but it's how can I be more like him? I mean, how can I be more expressing human values, taking care of other people, and being a lighthouse for other people? So this is um, this is what really inspires me about him and then the work of the Foundation and International Association for Human Values. That it's all based on sort of paying it forward and and being stronger on the inside so that we can be agents of change for whatever is in front of us. And I, you know, I I love trulyhappy.org. I mean, you know, that pretty much says that, you know, what this is all about with living a more joyous life. And um, these are tools. He's teaching tools and techniques and um, things that you can, actually use he's written books you know the teach and inspire and i mean he's affected millions of people around the world it's just um wonderful that he is coming to the midwest and u.s yeah the the truly happy.org was a recent uh sort of platform you know sushi is all about being modern you know <laughs> using cell phones and all that and and then recently you know in the past sometimes people would we would talk about art of living or the things we do for people who are stressed or in stress. And obviously I've been doing work with people dealing with trauma, but, you know, we wanted to make that shift to let people know that it's not just about reducing stress, but it's also about increasing your happiness. In fact, the the event in St. Louis is, you know, the, 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 the title is at the corner of peace and true happiness. And it's sometimes people don't realize how important your personal peace and personal happiness is in in a community. And people kind of take it for granted, you know, oh, this is just, this is as far as I can be happy or this is it. And um, it's a great opportunity just to spend time with someone who's really kind of coming from a space of a different kind of happiness. And we all know yeah, if I get the job, if I do these things, if I get these things that I want, I will be happy. 
but often we find that that happiness doesn't seem to last. And then again, we want something else. But there's another kind of happiness that can go along with that that's not dependent on anything external. You, I, you, you could call it an unconditional kind of happiness that comes from our state of mind. So this is the sort of happiness that he promotes so that you can be, you can have that smile on your face and become the CEO of the company or a million dollars or whatever it is that you want to go for, but having the smile while you're doing and not waiting till you get that thing. Well, and I think all of us with the uh, the death of Robin Williams and so many other, you know, very successful people has brought an awareness to so many that it's not all what it seems with this happiness. Yeah, he once said that, like, look, look, who is that really a comfort? Who's really at peace? You know, are people with lots of wealth and fame, you know, are they at peace? Are they really happy? No, they want something more. People who have money want fame or power. People who want power want to keep their power. So there's always a struggle going on, you know. But the person who is in touch with the deepest part of who they are, they're at peace. They're really happy. They're really in a place of comfort. Um, and this is this is part of his message. This is part of what he teaches. Is how can I in a very practical way, get more in touch with that part of myself that's already at peace and is already happy and already contented. It's not something that we gain or get. It's something that we actually just come back to. It's our nature. And, you know, um, he his talks, which, you know, uh, this evening, the evening in St. Louis is called At the Corner of Peace and True Happiness. And, you know, it it just is amazing. It's almost, it reminds me of like a town hall meeting, you know, where a meeting of minds um, coming together. And he's been awarded. I mean, so many different countries have acknowledged his work. And there's Sri Sri Shavi, uh, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar days. And I mean, it's just amazing, Andy. Like how many different states, and then outside of the U.S., but just in the U.S. alone, um, these are just you know. Ohio, Milwaukee, Denver, Texas, New Jersey, California, Washington, D.C., um, Canada, many different parts of Canada, Beverly Hills, California, Chicago, St. Louis. I mean, it, these are this is just the U.S., but then you look at all the different international awards and people who have acknowledged um, the difference that he's making, Buena, Buenos Aires University, you know, India, uh, I mean, just amazing, and you know. So, so would you would you share any like the? I mean, I know you're helping. You're, you're taking this. You know, working with Hurricane Katrina and all the different things that you're doing. But can you like share like some of the the stories that you know have happened from these evenings where people's lives have just been transformed? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just. Uh, I remember once he had come to Indianapolis, like I think four or five years ago, and I was there helping, and then he just led a meditation. He's like, okay, well, let's meditate, and he usually does. And I think it was like maybe a 20, 25-minute meditation, but no one in the room believed it was 20, 25 minutes. I mean, people went really, really deep. And that's sort of the amazing thing about someone 
at that caliber like Shushi's at where they just exude peace and they exude meditation. It's it's not an effort. He's he comes from a space of of meditation and his his vision is really big. I mean it's you know, he he often says, I, I you know, I I'm working to create a stress free, violence free world. I want to put a smile, a permanent smile on everyone's face. So he, and and he goes around the world every year. I mean, it's not unusual for him to travel thirty some odd countries in a year. It's amazing. And and he's not just talking like very fluffy. Okay, peace, joy, everyone, be happy. But he's taking on corruption in India. He's taking on the conflict in Iraq. In fact. Uh, after his tour of North America, he's going to Iraq for a peace conference. And it's just astounding that, I mean, there are many wonderful people doing all sorts of good work in the world, but I don't know too many, you know, spiritual leaders who go into the place of conflict like that. Like, and very, and this is not his first trip to Iraq. He's been there, I think, two other times. And so he has that, just that solid peace and, and when, and just, Having an opportunity to spend time with them is very—it's a very beautiful time because you really see that he really—he really does what he what he teaches. Like if he's talking to you, you really feel like he's talking to you, like hundred percent. Like he's just there. Like no, you know, normally sometimes we talk to each other and we have all these things in our minds and we're not really paying attention and all these things. But even if you just if you're Walking by, he looks at you, even if it's for a few seconds, you really feel like he's completely and totally there for you. Um, and that's what's really astounding me. I've, I've met him several times. I always go to see him when he's in North America. And I just, it's just that pure humanness, you know. Now, I know in India, people in other cultures, people will revere him. Oh, he's a great spiritual teacher. He's a very powerful spiritual person. But I really, uh, what inspires me about him is he's a great human being. It's just those basic human values you see. Uh, I remember this, just talking about it brings a story where he was in D.C. and there's all these people who want to talk to him. So <laughs> his day is like this, morning till night. He's just talking to all these people, people coming with all big problems, small problems, and he's very patient and he listens to everyone. But I was just watching him, and each person, I mean, you couldn't tell that he had been spent the whole day talking to, like, hundreds of people. As each person talked to him, he was totally there, totally fresh, and then moved on to the next person, and I, uh, he was giving out sweets, and he looked at me, he's like, he's like, is there, is there anything wrong? And he was like, no, it's like, you're beaming, because I got so inspired by just seeing how he was treating other people, it made me light up. It was just it was just amazing. Right. Well, and you know, he was giving everybody an energy transmission just by virtue of his joy, you know, and being so fully present, which, you know, I I think so many people, myself included, get so busy sometime with the busyness that we forget what it's really all about. Yeah, and you know, when um you know, when we're teaching meditation and when he talks about meditation, he talks about, this is a very interesting observation that, you know, law of the body is to make effort. You know, if I want to move, 
I want to lose weight, <laughs> you know, that I'm a little overweight. So we have to make a lot of effort. But the law of the mind is actually the opposite, is being effortless. Right. You know, when you want to go to sleep, you make an effort, it doesn't happen. So you can't just say sleep. <laughs> it doesn't work. So and in every human being there is an aspect or a quality of our consciousness that's both restful and awake. So that restful awareness is another state of consciousness that he's established in. So when you're just in that presence, you know, when you're just physically near him, that that effortless awareness, that restful awareness is just sort of pervading in the air. You just feel you know, you're just in a more meditative mood. Just like all the busyness of the mind just drops, and it's very interesting, and that, and it's dropping into a, a part of itself. It's not that he's taking away your thoughts, or anything. it's not like anything like that. But you are going, your mind is going back to its nature, mm-hmm. and and you'll see he he does like all this activity, all this stuff. But you don't. I remember once, you know, the full moon of July is a very special time. It's the full moon of the teacher. I literally, one year, he he individually met, I think, like, whatever, four or 5,000 people. So for eight hours, he met people. He didn't drink. He didn't eat. He didn't go to the bathroom. Nothing. For eight hours, he just, one person after another. And you couldn't tell, if you took a video, you couldn't tell who was person one, who was person 5,000. Right. And it's just that being connected to the source of joy, to the source of uh of energy of happiness and then you're and when you're in touch with that you're able to spread it around. You know, he is very modern with um with his blog and um the the website is S R I S R I Ravi R A V I Shankar S H A N K ar.org um there's a blog uh and i you know he's been you know the art of living has been in iraq since 2003 which you know that it takes great courage to go to bring peace into a country that just has not known a lot of peace in the last you know the last many years and you know what i find also interesting is that there are tweets in english there are tweets in all kinds of languages and because he's touched so many people worldwide yeah, I mean it's you know peace and joy and these basic human values they have universal appeal. It's uh you know and part of his mission is to globalize wisdom. He says that you know we eat other cultures foods, we wear other cultures clothing, you know, we even may listen to their music, but somehow when it comes to wisdom we're still really not in that space. Um and he wants to really globalize wisdom. That wisdom is wisdom. It doesn't matter where it comes from. If it's wisdom, it's it's worth knowing. And you know, he's he's definitely there to help connect people with wisdom, but also to share that you know that ancient India had a lot of wealth of wisdom. Like different countries were good at different things, and India was really good at spiritual knowledge and able to preserve it over the centuries. Uh, where in some other places that knowledge got lost and had to get revived. But India was able to continuously, for almost 10,000 years, have this 
regular transmission of this wonderful knowledge of how to come back to the source of joy and love and peace so we don't lose it for long periods of time, which, like you were alluding to before, if you get so busy, and then these small things become so important, and they're not important. Right. And then, unfortunately, it takes disasters or man-made disasters, like having Ferguson, to all of a sudden realize what's important in life. Right. Oh, the Ferguson situation, I, you know... Um, I there were some you know Buddhist monks that came and they went to Ferguson and now here's Sri Sri coming and you know I love how on his website it says I'm assuming this is one of his quotes let your smile change the world never let the world change your smile yeah I mean he he said uh, this and many things are the same uh, basic thing is that uh, you know we want to smile that. You know, actually, he once said, uh, "You know, we make our our smile so expensive. We only smile now and again, but we make our anger and frustration free. We freely distribute it. So, like, can't we do the reverse? Can't we make our anger very expensive and our smile free? You know, how how do we how do we get to a place where the smile that nothing can rob your smile, nothing can disturb your peace. This is really yoga. You know, this is the the goal of yoga is to be established in peace. So established in peace that anything that's happening outside you doesn't disturb you. And I think, you know, you you mentioned this too, that, you know, you meet certain people, when they walk into the room, the room changes. The mm-hmm. atmosphere of the room. Yeah, right. the presence. Normally, yeah. what happens is is the reverse. We change according to our environment. If the environment is chaotic or there's a lot of strife, we become chaotic and full of strife. And what we're doing through Art of Living and IHV and all these programs is helping people, okay, you can become so strong on the inside that you start to affect your environment instead of the environment affecting you. And... So this is, you know, this is what we want to do. We're we're reaching out. And, and the other thing he said, which is very true, is that, you know, you have human rights and civil rights, but if the values are not there, then these laws or these rights have no have very little meaning. And this is, for me, one of the big missing components of what's happening in Ferguson is that the human values are not there. People are acting out of anger, out of hurt. I am it's natural for them to feel hurtful and have a lot of anger. But if you keep acting out of anger, no one is usually happy out of anything they've done out of anger. Well, and it's just, you know, with social media, what it is today, um, we're only a thought away from from being in the presence of others' thoughts. And I love how Sri Sri says that his conviction uh, is that through individual self-development, societies can realize authentic justice and sustainable evolution. And, you know, the the whole thing that's happening in Ferguson has brought the national attention, the global attention. It's brought a whole lot of awareness to how can we as a community, as a global community, come together and heal this, you know, like... It's just brought up so much. And, you know, St. Louis has been called the heart chakra of the country because we're smack dab in the middle. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, and here we are. We're like holding space, you know, for this wonderful opportunity for healing and peace to develop 
through our consciousness and and going inside and being peaceful during you know times that are not you know and that's I mean that's my understanding of what Sri Sri is teaching am I am do I did I put that well I don't know if I put that well but pretty yeah, much yeah I mean he's he's, I mean he said yeah. you know it's easy to be peaceful when it's peaceful around you it's easy to love someone who loves you back. But to love someone who hates you, to be peaceful amidst chaos, that is the art of living. You know? Yeah. Your happiness when everything is all perfect around you has very little value. You don't value it. But when things are not going well, how well can I maintain that peace? And that's definitely it, you know? And it's true. I mean, if if, if the individual people themselves are not peaceful then how can we expect a peaceful resolution? Right. It's not going to happen. Right. No, no, P. I mean, you know, of course in miracles is anger is never justified. And, you know, anger is always sadness. When you scrape it away underneath it, there is a deep sadness. And, um, you know, I also like how Sri Sri said that, you know, autumn is a time of change and, and letting go. And it's so perfect that he's in St. Louis on October 22nd. And, you know, I mean, here he is. And, you know, many cultures, you know, um, celebrate around the autumn harvest and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big, big believer in, um, I don't, this is kind of funny, but James Mature has written so many books. And one of his first books was a little tiny book. And then after that, Hawaii's Thick, Alaska, and all that. But he wrote this little tiny book that I've read probably three or four times called Fires of Spring. And he said, trying to make resolutions, New Year resolutions in the dead of winter is like, it's just very challenging when the spring, when things come back to life, or mm-hmm. in autumn when we're preparing to go into the winter, mm-hmm. it's like this great. It's like the. It's like the. You know, we're getting knocked on the head. Okay, we went from summer to autumn to winter. It's like you know, Denver's already had snow. So, you know, all of these things remind us of the rituals of nature and and the healing and the changes mm-hmm. that come. So, I just think it's perfect that he is, you know, in the U.S. in the Midwest. And then going to Iraq after here, it's just beautiful. Yeah, and this is what he really does. I mean, a lot of his work is done in this whole theme of letting go. Like he was once in Israel, and he was getting interviewed, and they said, "You know, you can only hold your fists for so long, but if you open them, if you just let go, you'll see that the the sky infinity is on is is raining down on your hands." When you let go, that's when we can move forward, and that's what—that's the only problem we have, really, is our inability to let go, letting go of the past, not being able to let go of the past to move forward. And this is what we re- This is what the region. This is what the world needs right now: is this ability to let go, which we had when we were kids. You know, when we were kids, yeah. we could let go so much, so easily, and because our mind has gotten so complicated. That we need all this, all these teachings and all these practices to uncomplicate the mind, so we can get back to that simplicity of just being able to let go, let go and move on. So Sri Sri encourages, you know, using breathwork techniques to cleanse the body from stress. He will be in Nashville, St. Louis, and Chicago. Um, we're very blessed to have him in the Midwest, but there are other cities that he's visiting. Um, so you can go to another website is uh, theartofliving.org. Um, Actually, the best website would be shrishri.org, the one you just said, Shri Shri, Shri, Shri Ravishankar or shrishri.org, has his tour schedule. 
and you can go to artofliving.org. And if you want to come to the event in St. Louis, um, you can go to trulyhappy.org slash stlewis, and you can get tickets online. We're encouraging people to get the tickets online so that you don't have to be bothered with buying tickets at the door. You can just sort of... Right, right, because in. it is at the St. Charles Convention Center, and yeah. which is a, uh, you know, it's it's a fabulous venue. I mean, you know, to have uh, Shri Shri, and so um, you can also call three one four three nine 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 four zero five. There's an article in the October issue of Spirit Secure on page twelve, and uh, information there. And you've been listening to Andy Nunberg, who has been working um, with the Art of Living Foundation and Shri Shri's work for sixteen years, and. You know, you you're doing wonderful things, Andy. And uh, I remember meeting you back in, like, you know, what, 1997, 98, when you were, you know, I mean, that's how long we've known one another. And that's um, right. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. It's yeah. like, and I always, when I see your your uh, photo, I'm always like, I just always remember that smiling face. And you know, so it's just wonderful. And I'm so glad the Spirit Secure is, you know, part of this and letting people know and. You know, uh, anything else you want to, you know, want to say before we um, conclude this evening? Anything else? Uh, no, I just, uh, I just, you know, just come. You know, even if you think you can't go, just take that kind of leap. Uh, Shushu often says that if when you move one step closer to the spirit, then spirit take ten steps closer to you. So even if you don't think you can come, just have that 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 thought in your mind that yes I want to do I don't know what this thing is it sounds interesting but you know what? I want to be there and if you just have that thought that you sincerely want to be there it'll happen absolutely so uh, there's a Facebook page do you want to mention that um, there is a Facebook page <laughs> because Facebook that's a good way to help people is, spread the word <laughs> yeah we've been we, it, this social media stuff is powerful it's been really nice it's uh <laughs> It's Be Happy St. Louis, so Be Happy St. Louis, and you'll you'll all the information is there on Facebook. Yeah. So help help with getting the word out. You know, this is a blessing for all of us, and you know, as I said, where the heart chakra it will extend out in every direction, and it's just a true blessing to have. Um, a teacher like this coming. So let others know. Social media is fabulous. And once you make it to the Art of Living site, there's wonderful, you can tweet this, you know, just help in any way possible that you can to support support this wonderful work that has been going on and continues to go on for world peace and self-development. When we change our vibration, everyone else gets blessed. So I'm grateful, Andy, that you were able to join us. I know you're very busy. And so thank you for taking the time and thank you for your work with, um, continuing Shri Shri's work. Well, thank you very much, and I look forward to seeing you there. Okay. All right. I know it's a little over a week. We're almost there. Okay. So thank you, listeners. And remember, this is our last show uh, in October. We will join you again the first Tuesday in November with a new starting time at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time um, so that our West Coast people get to join us live. Thank you so much. Namaste. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we'll be back in November. Okay. Good night. Good night.